Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. It's a wonderful new day God has given to us. Oh, I hope you rejoice in it and that you're happy today, that you're blessed today. Oh, Father, I'm so thankful for those that are listening, watching today. Oh, I pray that you will bless them, bless their spirit man, bless their inner man, bless their soul, their mind, Lord. Bless their body and every part and every aspect of their being. Let it be blessed today. Lord, you know the ones that need miracles. You know the ones that need a touch. Oh, Father, I ask you now, because of Jesus and his sacrifice, because every promise in your word is yes and amen in Christ Jesus, let your favor be upon those that watch and listen today. Let your goodness come upon them. Bless them, heal them, Lord, deliver them, do miracles, give hope, give encouragement, Lord. I ask it in the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. Oh, it's so wonderful that you're joining me again in this broadcast. And yes, oh, I'm so thankful that we can pray and ask God's favor, God's goodness upon our life. You know, the Bible, I hope you like the Bible. I hope you read your Bible. I hope you know your Bible. It is full of promises of good things that will come to you, that God wants to give to you, that are in the covenant in which we are with him. Yes, we are in the covenant with God. We are in covenant with him through Christ Jesus. God made a covenant with Jesus that he would die for our sins and pay the price and all that believe in him will not perish, but have eternal life and become the children of God. And you know, as a child of God, we also receive all the benefits of children of God. We receive all the blessings that are for the children of God. I'm not an enemy of God anymore. The Bible says we were enemies when we were living in sin, but now we have become friends of God, and I'm a child of God. I don't have to be a beggar. You know, my children, oh, they didn't come home when they were small asking me, oh, oh, Papa, can I stay in the house today? Papa, do you have a room for me, a bed for me to sleep? Oh, Papa, is there food for me? No, I tell you, they have a key of the house. They walk in, they go to their room, they jump on their bed or they open the refrigerator and take a drink. Oh, yes, they know that what is ours is theirs. Oh, yes, we were a house with order. Don't worry about that. But they knew what they possessed as being children. How different when a guest come and how much more different even when a stranger is there in front of the door. They don't just walk in. They have no key. Oh, I remember this one man. He was laying on the stairs in front of our home and uh, he was laying there like a beggar and uh, we didn't know so much what to do with it. We went into the house and uh, we were discussing with the neighbors what to do, but uh, you know what we found out? The neighbors found out that under his coat, he had all the tools to break into the home. He was waiting there for us to leave the house so he could break in and steal. 
But you know, we are not breaking in and stealing the promises of God. We are not breaking in and trying to take what is not ours. We are children of God. Oh, hallelujah. I hope today you can say, yes, I am a child of God. Oh, say it with me. Say, yes, I am a child of God. I'm a child of the living God. And being a child of God, oh, I have a right to all the promises of God. And they are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. But, my dear friend, there can be many promises there that you don't know of. And that's why you're not enjoying them. You know, there is power in the word of God. If you go away to the beginning, it says, and God said, let there be light. And when he spoke those words, light was immediately there. And he spoke the whole world and everything into being by his word. There is power in the word. Oh, if I go into that subject, there are so many scriptures in Old and in New Testament to prove that the power of God is in his word and his word has all the power. It's like seed that has everything inside of it. Oh, did you ever see a seed? If you look to that little seed, sometimes it's, it's nearly a little speck on your finger. It, it's, it's, it's not much, that little seed, and, and it's so small. But you know, inside that seed, there's a whole tree there with branches, leaves, apples, everything that's there is in that seed. Oh, isn't that powerful? It goes beyond the mind to just imagine that that seed, if you put it in the ground, it has some water, some sunlight in the soil. Oh, suddenly there comes a tree. Oh, and it has branches and leaves and apples or whatever kind of seed it was and so many different kinds of seed. But so it is with the word of God. Inside that word, you, you don't take a seed and add a lump of wood to make a tree. The wood is in the, in the seed. And so in that word of God, everything is there. I don't need to add anything to that word to give it or to make it what it said it would do. But that word has everything in it to make or to do whatever it is been set to do. And you know, I like so much that the whole Bible is based on that word of God, that word of God. The promises are based upon his word. And the covenant that we have is based upon God's word. And that word is solid, unchangeable, immutable. It is true. It is powerful. Nobody can stop it. Nobody can change it. Nobody can alter it. What God has willed and spoken that he will do, it will happen. It shall happen. Hallelujah. Everything that he has spoken will be accomplished as he has spoken it. The devil cannot change it or stop it. People cannot stop it. Demons cannot stop it. The president of America or of Russia or whatever nation cannot stop it. No, you and I cannot stop it. What God has spoken, it will happen. And you know, I see Christians with great needs, with problems. And so many times when you start to talk with them, they don't know that there is a promise in the Bible written specifically 
for their situation, written specifically for their need. And if they only knew that promise, they could take it and pray it and speak it out in faith and it would become a reality in their life. Oh, I like this scripture in Hebrews chapter 13, verse five. It says, God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. It says, God has said. You need to know, my dear friend, what God has said. If you know what God has said, what he has said will become a mighty, all-conquering weapon in your hand. Oh, when you know what he has said, it will kill every doubt. It will kill every fear because it is stronger, the word of God, than a two-edged sword. Oh, it will bring down fear. It will bring down every obstacle that is in front of you or encircling you. If you know that God has spoken, maybe you're sick, but you know that God has spoken. Maybe your marriage is in great difficulty, but you know that God has spoken. Maybe financially, oh, you don't know what to do, but you know that God has spoken. Maybe in your ministry, your church is being split. Oh, people have risen up against you. You don't really know what to do anymore, but you know that God has spoken. When you know that God has spoken, oh, hallelujah, I can start to speak in new tongues right now. Oh, but, you know, I better speak in normal English so you can understand it, but I could speak in new tongues because I feel the Spirit so powerfully and mightily at this moment. Oh, if you just know that God has spoken, when he has spoken, oh, it is so strong. It will help you in the distresses of life. It will help you with the attacks in your life. It will help you to overcome the corruptions within your own man, your own being, your own heart, your own mind. It will help you to get out of the snares that the enemy has laid for you. It will help you with the trials that come from above. It will help you through the temptations that are from down here below. It will help you when you know that God has spoken, when you know what he has spoken. Oh, and you know that what he has spoken is true and it will always come to pass. Hallelujah for that. Oh, and he has spoken such wonderful things. You know, you could see the Bible in one way as a great pharmacy that is full of the medicines that you need to have a healthy life, a healthy spiritual life, a healthy mental life, a healthy life in every aspect, in every regards of your being, a healthy marriage life, a healthy life in your finances, a healthy life in ministry, in your work, in whatever aspect of your work, you can have a healthy life. All these scriptures are like great medicines to help you, to heal you, to restore life, to bring the good life. And you know, you just need to know them. 
That's why I want to encourage you, study the word. Study the word, my dear friend. You know, the word, I could see it in another way. It's like maybe you're sitting in a prison cell and they have given you a keychain, one of those old big keychains, and maybe there is a hundred or five hundred keys there. And you know, you are in that prison cell. One of those keys will fit the door of your prison cell that you can go out and go into liberty and into freedom and be done with that prison time. It's there, it's on that keychain. It's one of those keys and it's up to you to find that key and not just up to you, but I have seen that when you put some effort in it, when you start opening this book, the word of God, the Bible, when you do a prayer and read it prayerfully, the Holy Spirit starts helping you, directing you, bringing you to the right scriptures, bringing you to the right promises. That key is there to open your prison cell. That medicine is there to heal that which is broken in your life. It's all there in the word of God because God has spoken and he has spoken so many great promises and great answers and great deliveries for you, but you need to find them and the Holy Spirit will help you to find them. Oh, and once you find them, it will bring you life. It will bring you wonderful life, my dear friend. It will tell you what to do. It will direct you what to do or direct you what not to do. It will show you what the way of blessing is and what blessings the Lord has for you. It will direct you in your prayer life. It will give you boldness to pray for whatever God has laid on your heart through scripture to pray for and to believe for. He will give faith. The Bible says some people, they say, oh, but John, I'm just lacking the faith. I'm lacking the faith. But my dear friend, all oh, faith come up by hearing, hearing of the word of God, when you will start reading it. And I tell you, sometimes it's not good enough to just read it in your mind. Oh, many times you have to read it out loud so that you will hear that word in your own ears, the very word that you are reading and speaking out loud is coming into your ears and it is building your faith. Oh, you know, so many times when I preach and when I teach the word of God, I myself am enjoying it the most, I think. And it's not that I'm enjoying me or that I want to give myself a compliment. Oh no, let it be far from that. But the word that is coming out the word of God, the sermon that God has put upon my heart to share. Oh, I'm hearing that word myself and it is building my own faith. Oh, and I feel, yes, sometimes in my own sermon, I would like to shout out hallelujah or amen because I agree with that word. I agree with that word. Well, I hope you understand this in the right way. You know, so many people, they know the sayings of great poets of great writers that have been there through history. They can quote certain poems and, and they know certain sayings of, of important men or important moments when important men or women spoke these words. How much more should we know the word that our heavenly father has given to us? 
You know, it's good to read your Bible, but it's better if you will fill your memory with it, if you will fill your heart with it. It's good to know that, you know, when you're in need, you can take your Bible and you can go through the pages and maybe you can go on the computer or on the phone and it will even direct you to some scriptures even more easily because you can punch in a few words, you know, seek a scripture on healing and here are 50 scriptures on healing. It's good that we have all these modern technologies and means today. Oh, don't ever let it take away from you just reading your Bible. But, but in any case, how much better if that word would be stored up in your heart, if that word would be stored up in your memory. Because you know, times can come when the Bible is not there in your reach. Times can come when you maybe don't have a computer or your phone to look up the scriptures. What will you do? Oh, how wonderful if that word is in your heart and in your memory, in your mind. Oh, and when the enemy speaks something or when suddenly something shifts in your life, when suddenly there is a change and a circumstance arises out of nothing and wants to overwhelm you, but immediately God has said, Oh, don't you find that example in our Lord Jesus himself when he was tempted in the desert? Oh, and that devil came and came and said, do this, do that, or won't you this, or won't you that? And he every time responds in that wonderful way that he said, but God has said, the Bible, huh? God has also said, God did not only say, oh, he knew what God had spoken. You need to know what God has spoken. So when situations arise, you can respond through the Holy Spirit, through the word that is in your heart, you can respond in the correct way and it will bring you through and it will save you a lot of harm and a lot of problems will be avoided because of that. For me, I always see it this way. If I store that word in my heart, it's like putting the ink there and the Holy Spirit takes the pen and he knows what to write, when to give it. But if you never store it in your heart, if you never store it in your memory, in your mind, oh, you will be lacking the ink for the Lord to speak. But when that heart is full of the word of God, what he has spoken, it will bless you. Father, I'm so thankful this day that I can pray with all those that are listening. I can pray with them and I can pray for them, Lord. You have spoken, you have said that you will never leave us, never forsake us. You have spoken and said that by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. You have spoken and said that if we believe upon him, then we will be saved. His name is the name of salvation. The name of Jesus is the name for healing, for deliverance. You have spoken, Lord, that you will help us in our needs and you will supply in whatever we need according to the riches in Christ Jesus. Lord, you have given so many wonderful promises and today, oh Lord, we proclaim that in the name of Jesus, those words will be a reality in those that are listening right now. If they need healing, Lord, heal them right now. 
because you have spoken that you will do so. If they need inner healing of the heart, Lord, comfort them right now because you have spoken that the comforter is here to comfort us. If there is a financial burden, they need a help there. You have spoken, Lord, that you will help us in our every need. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let your word that never changes and that is always true, Lord, let it be a reality, become a reality in their life right now through miracles, signs, wonders, through healing, deliverance, forgiveness, Lord, through supply, Lord, through help in their circumstance. I thank you. You will do it right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, my dear brother, sister, my dear listener. Take your Bible, buy a Bible, start reading your Bible, and know what God has spoken, and you will be blessed. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 